0: Hi! Hello everyone. Welcome back to Crimes to the Times. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren. And today Haley is telling us about Leonardo truly Yeah, truly She's from Italy. And every time I talk
1: about Leonardo, everyone's like, oh Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, no, but yeah. Yeah. Um so me and Lauren are actually gonna be recording four episodes today. Because we are moving. Oh, yeah. We haven't
0: announced that. Yeah. A lot of people that listen to this already know. Yeah, they already know because only our friends and family listen.
1: (laughs) Thanks if you're not, if you don't know us and you listen. Like, (laughs) we love you. We don't. I mean, we love the friends and family that listen. But if you listen to us and you really don't know us.
0: We feel special. We do feel special. (laughs) Yeah, but we're moving and we're going to. We're gonna be moving together. So that's exciting. Very exciting. So Yeah, we're we're prepping. So there we're gonna the next this episode and then the next three are all recorded on the same day, so if we sound a little crazy by the end of it, like that's why. Yeah. Cause
1: we've never done three or we've never done four in one day. We've done three. We've never done four.
0: And, well, in the three, when we've done three, it's usually because it's, like, a two-parter. Yeah, it's usually because it's just
1: because yeah, it's, it's an extra long episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I don't know if any of mine are going to be super long. I don't know. It could. It just depends on how long we talk about stuff. But, so, Leonardo, uh, Chanchuli, I'm not going to say her name any early. I said Leonardo. It's Leonardo. She's a lady. Um, Chanchuli. She is... So this all takes place in Italy, and um, I'm definitely going to mispronounce all these Italian, like, places and names. But just know that I'm Italian, so (laughs) it's okay. I'm just butchering my people's names. It's all good. Um, She's known as the soap maker of Correggio. Correggio? Correggio, she's known as the soap maker of Correggio,
0: and if that worries you a little bit, it should. Oh, it didn't worry me at first. It I, didn't worry you. I was like, oh, oh she's she makes- a, she's a cool soap maker. Yeah, That's so awesome. I've never made soap before. Wait, maybe I have. I don't know. But I love watching like
1: the TikToks of people like who make soap, and they're like always cutting their yeah. soap and like telling stories and. I just love that. Like, it. I totally vibe with it. I don't vibe with the soap that she's making. And you'll find out. I will let you guys know this episode is really gross. And there will be some talk of suicide. But more, like, suicide attempts. No one, like, there's there's never, like... Successful. It's never successful. But, um, yeah. So this episode's really gross. And it's definitely something that I've talked to Lauren about... um. She always, like, skips, ep- like,
0: you don't, like, listen to, like, cannibal episodes and stuff? Well, I have. I tr- I usually don't talk about it, but I have, like, when I first started getting into true crime, I would only listen to missing persons cases. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, I just was like, okay, there's no murder, no blood, I'll listen to those. And then I finished all those, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start listening to murder. Yeah. And then, but then, like, Hannibal stuff and, like, stuff where it's really graphic, I was, like, not Doesn't it make you, it. like,
1: physically ill? I, sometimes. Or you, like, started listening to
0: one and you're, like, I'm gonna die. Like, I'm gonna throw up if I listen to this. Oh, yeah. I was listening to one. I literally got physically ill and I decided I could not listen anymore. <laughs> I had to walk away. I don't think I will. I don't think it will get extremely graphic like
1: that. But I'm gonna read a couple, like quotes by her and she talks about stuff. Okay. So, I mean, it's gross, but I'm it's, I don't know. I'm I'm just like desensitized. I'm like, ew, but I'm also desensitized to stuff. It's like, <laughs> like, if you ever watched The Walking Dead, it's like gross like that. Okay. Like, you watch it and you're like, ew, that's nasty, but I'm not like traumatized, yeah. basically. Or maybe I'm just desensitized to everything that I'm not traumatized by it. But anyways, so back to Leonarda. So she was born <clears throat> on April 18th in 1894 in Monta Montella Avellino, Italy. So it's southern Italy. Ooh. And um I want to go
0: there. I know. I want to <laughs> go
1: southern Italy too. My family were were from like northern Italy, so like the Milan area. Ooh. I know. Let's yeah. see. I don't really know how fancy we are. I'm not gonna shade my grandpa, but I'm gonna shade my grandpa. So his 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 dad was born in San Francisco, but his um, his mom like came like she immigrated Uh immigrated to uh, America. And so his his dad would speak Italian all the time, but my grandma. Or my great-grandma, she, like, had... She wanted everyone to think that she was, like, an American. Because she got her citizenship. She's an American. So she only spoke English. I mean, she spoke Italian, but she she refused to, like, speak Italian, yeah, she obviously. just wanted
0: to be perceived as just American. Yes.
1: Um, and so, I don't know what happened to my grandpa, but he says things like, instead of saying Italy, he says Italy. And I'm like, dude, your family is literally, like, your first generation. Why do you call Italy Italy? Anyways, so I'm like, we my family may be from Milan, Italy, but my grandpa sounds like a hillbilly when he says <laughs> Italy. Um, so uh, Leonardo's uh, father was uh, Mariano Chanchuli and her mother was Serafina Murano. Um, as I was reading, she had like a very unhappy childhood. It didn't really go into her childhood. Just that it was unhappy. Oh. And that she had, like, two suicide attempts in her childhood. That's terrible. Um, I think her mom was, like, really not nice. And I'll get into why she's not nice. Uh, so in 1917, uh, Leonardo got married to Raphael Pans- uh, Pansardi. Uh, he was a registry office clerk, and her mom did not approve of the marriage at all and Leonardo, Leonardo said that her mother then like cursed them what she's like put a curse on them and then i was talking i was talking to my mom because i was taking these notes at the airport my mom was sitting across from me and i was like okay mom like from your experience like old italians are they like really superstitious and i like i only know stuff from like media like i don't really know because yeah um, she's like, Yeah, like if they're from Italy and like they're old, they're superstitious. And then there's this book series that me and my mom read, and there's like this old Italian lady, and she gives people like the evil eye. When she gives people the evil eye, like bad things happen to them. That's and so, so funny. We, were, we were like laughing about it. And so her mom cursed her, and I, I think it worked because her life went downhill. Went so downhill, it's already downhill, but her life sucked and like Leonardo definitely thinks that she's like cursed but I'll get into why she thinks that so um because she had this terrible relationship with her mom and her mom didn't approve of their marriage Leonardo and Raphael they moved to Raphael's hometown which is uh Loria Potenza in 1921 Leonardo was then later charged um, and imprisoned for fraud. I have no idea what she did, but it, it just because this is like old. I don't know. Yeah. Like it didn't really go into what she did, but it's something for fraud in 1927. And then her and her husband moved to Macedonia, Avellino when she got released. Um. And so I think she got charged in, in
0: prison for like three years. So she was in prison wow. for like three years. That's and, a long time. And like he stayed. Like, yeah. And then they moved together wow props i mean i feel like way back when all uh, those guys that guy would be long go- like you know most guys would be like bye, bye. i mean i probably would be like bye too uh, you're in prison <laughs> organized crime no thanks. yeah like
1: you went to jail like no thanks um so then they moved uh to oh uh, no i guess did they move i don't know Oh, yeah, they moved to Lacedonia. I said that already. Um, then in 1930, their house was destroyed in uh, in the Irpinia earthquake. So oh. I was looking up the Irpinia earthquake. It's known as the most destructive earthquake in Italian history. So it happened on July 23rd in 1930. The magnitude was a 6. Uh, the intensity is... Like was ten, and so that means it was very destructive. Wow! Uh, there were um, fourteen hundred deaths and four thousand six hundred to seven thousand injuries. And honestly, the death toll was pretty low, because like, like it was like a big area that was affected, and the death the death toll was pretty low because people were out. Harvesting wheat, like oh. it was the wheat harvest, so nobody was really at home. Everyone is out in the fields, and because everyone is out in the fields, it honestly saved. like That's why a lot of people be,
0: become farmers. Yeah. So, farming save saves lives, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so after like this, so uh, I didn't, I haven't gotten into like her, like what went, what happened to okay, so. Sorry, hold on. What? You haven't gotten to her
0: hobbies, her crafts. And no, skills. not yet.
1: But <laughs> so Leonardo, Leonardo and Raphael, they um, I haven't gotten into like their family life and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, Leonardo had a total of seventeen pregnancies. She lost three due to miscarriages and lost ten of her children just in their youth. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So she had four kids that, like, lived. So she had four living children. Okay. Um, and the, I mean, this is, all this has to severely
0: impact your mental health. Oh, like, yeah. Mental and physical. Yeah. Like, that, the physical toll is crazy, too.
1: And so Leonardo was like, all my, like, ten of my children have died. Three of them, or ten, Ten died, like, in their youth. Three were miscarriages. And she was, like, arrested and put in jail for three years. Their house was destroyed in this terrible earthquake. She's like, I am literally cursed. My mom 100% cursed us. So then she went to a traveling fortune teller. <gasps> I love this story so um, much. Who was a, I think it's, is it Romani? Is that how you say it? Rom... Romani? Romani? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, I think people call them gypsies, but I don't know if that's, like, the politically correct term. Like, because if you watch, like, TLC, yeah. it's, like, my big fat gypsy wedding. I have a coworker that
0: would watch that, literally. I mean, I... In, during... While we're working. Well, I
1: definitely watched that show. Like, I, like, ate all the TLC shows up, like, as a kid. And then now I watch YouTube videos of, like, YouTubers reacting to all the TLC shows and they're making fun of them. And I'm, like, 100% like, why did I intake all this garbage? <laughs> because it was so good. It was so good. Um, So this, um, I think it's Romani. No. Rom? No.
0: Should we look it up?
1: Yeah. All right. Hold on, guys. I feel like it'd be Okay, we're right. It is Romani. I was just doubting myself. So this woman... This Fortune Teller. She was like, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left hand, in your left, a criminal asylum. Oh, there's no there's no good choice no, for her. No, it's not like All. she's like, oh, I see good in your life. She's like, prison, criminal asylum. Dun, dun, dun. Pretty much just like synonyms of the same synonyms, thing. Synonyms, yes. Um, And I saw something, I don't know how accurate this was. And it was like, in prison, no. Yeah, in prison it was like 30 years, and in the asylum, three years or something. Huh. So, I don't know. And then I saw something else. Well, we'll get into it in a little bit. But, so, I don't know if Raphael is still alive at this point in time. S says nothing about him. I tried to look up, like, when he died. No record. No record. So, I'm assuming that Raphael's dead. And, like, her children are, like, not living with her and stuff at this point in time. Like, that I'm going to fast forward to 1939. So, she's
0: a single lady.
1: So, yes. <laughs> maybe maybe her son is living with her. Okay. Maybe her kids are living with her. I'm not 100% sure. This is nothing about, like, her daughters or, I mean, her other three children except this one um, and her husband after this. So, I'm going to assume that her husband is dead. I'm just making the assumption because I don't think they would be f- f- cool or letting this fly. But anyways, in 1939, her favorite son, his name was Giuseppe. Um, and that just makes me die because I am like a Real Housewives. I like fan. I love I watch like all of them and if you watch Real Housewives in New Jersey, all the all the Joes, the Josephs, they're all Giuseppes, and there's, like, a bunch. Like, one of the ladies, she was married to a Giuseppe, and her brother was a Giuseppe, and her dad's a Giuseppe, but they all call him Joe and stuff, and it's Joseph is, like, the English version of Giuseppe, but that just makes me die that his name is Giuseppe. So. It's, her,
0: it's her favorite son. She has to give him
1: the good name. Yes. So it's her favorite son. And he told his mom that he was going to enlist, enlist in the Italian army because is there, this is, like, the beginning of World War II. Oh, okay. He's going to enlist in the Italian army. And Leonardo is like, I do not want my son to die. I am devastated that he wants to join the military because I'm terrified that he's going to die. Like, she's, she's cursed. And she was like, okay, I got to do something to protect him at all costs. So she went to extreme length. She, you know what popped in her head? You know what the best thing she thought would, like,
0: protect her son? Do you know what, you know what that is? Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, stopping the entire war. I don't know. Stopping <laughs> the entire war. She thought maybe, like, something that people did.
1: Back in the day, like back in like maybe biblical times, I'm so scared. Before the, like the law of Moses, what did people do before that?
0: I don't know. They, they s- didn't
1: they sacrifice the animals? <gasps> Are they? Gonna, is she gonna sacrifice her son? No. Oh, she's gonna sacrifice. She's gonna start doing human sacrifices. Oh no. She's like I'm gonna channel. I don't know what cultures did it. I don't wanna. I don't want to be wrong and be like, this person, these people did human sacrifices. Oh to, my
0: goodness. It just gives,
1: makes me think of like, oh, we need to sacrifice this human to have like a plentiful harvest like back That's in so whatever crazy. the days were. Yeah. So sh- the best way she thought to protect her son was to like do human sacrifices. So she needed to sacrifice some humans to protect her son.
0: Oh, she's trying for a good cause, I guess. (laughs) No. No, this is so bad. I mean... Girly. Her son was
1: in the Italian army, and, like, I mean, I will get into this in the other one, that war, so you think of, like, when you're on, like, one side, like, okay, obviously we're in America, so we side with, like, the allies, but... You have to know that, like during World War Two, like not every German was evil, not every Japanese yeah. person was evil, and not every Italian person was evil. Like they just fighting for their country, yeah. And then there's definitely like super evil people in there, like doing terrible things, but not everyone involved in a
0: war is like, oh yeah, is like a bad person. Totally. They yeah. just like they just are supporting their country, and yeah.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people are not informed of like what their countries are they're doing like, either. What? I'm enlisted. Okay. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. and then they just leave. And they find out like, oh, that's what you did to those people. Oh, Like, Ooh, yikes. Okay. Um, so we're gonna go over her the people she sacrificed. Okay. So the first one, um, her name is Faustina Setti. So these are all like middle aged women. <gasps> Oh, um, and people like really liked Leonarda. They like came to her with their problems. I don't know. She's she like the like the old lady that everyone's like. She's a she, listener. She she knew things, and people would come to her. So Faustina Setti, she was a spinster, so she never got married. Oh my vibes, love that girl, <laughs> go girl, who came to her for help of finding a husband. This is making this is giving me um. What's her face? In Pride and Prejudice. Charlotte vibes. Oh, yeah. She's like, she came to her for a husband. She's
0: like, I'm 27. I have no prospects. I have no money and no prospects. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Charlotte. I and, know. I mean, ending up with Mr. Collins, like, it's not the worst, but... I, it
1: depends on the Mr. Collins, honestly. Yeah.
0: I mean, she did what she had to do. She did. Anyway,
1: so she came to, Faustina came to Leonardo to find a husband. And Leonardo told her she found a man in Paola, I don't know where that is, and told Faustina to write to her family and that that she was fine and that she was going to go meet this man and she was going, like, abroad. Like, she was not going to be around because she found, like, a husband to meet. So, uh, Festina came to visit, uh, Leonardo one last time before she was supposedly supposed to leave to go meet this man in a different place, and that's when Leonardo kills her with an axe, Uh, cuts her into nine parts, (gasps) and gathers her blood into a basin. Ew! So, I'm gonna read, uh, I'm gonna read Leonardo's, uh, her quote- her, her. let me gotta find it. Hold on. So this is Leonardo's official statement. She said I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I brought I had bought to make soap, and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick dark mush that, oh. I, that I poured into several buckets and emptied in in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood In the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, (gasps) chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine. Kneading all the ingredients together, I made lots lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them and i'm so
0: sorry for laughing because i'm not laughing because this is funny i'm laughing because this is horrible i am shocked like first the soap and then she goes she's like oh yeah and then i made crunchy tea cakes like (laughs) what like she she's like that nice old lady that has cookies when you come over but no no rethink when you go over to that lady's house it might be blood cookies Oh my goodness. It's, I am so disturbed. I know. It's literally so disturbing. And again, I'm only
1: laughing because this is terrible and not because I think it's funny because this is the worst thing I've read. And I was like, I was sitting there reading this and I was like, what the heck is going on? Okay. So, um, uh, okay. So she, Leonardo. Also, like, she received, like, payment from uh, Faustina. Like, so, she received payment because she's, like, paying her to help her find, like, a husband or whatever. So, she got her life savings. So, she received 30,000 lire, which at the time in USD was $17.94. Oh my goodness. So this is in 1939, which would in the the math that they did was for like for the year 2020. So that oh, would okay. re- that would really be like $332. Okay. But that was like I mean that her was entire life that's savings. her life savings. So next victim. Wait, human- so,
0: so she's like she's like this little detective lady that'll she's trying to find this lady's husband and then she comes and Instead murders her. That's crazy. Yeah. So okay. she's like getting supposed to help her find a husband. Oh, oh, find a husband. Oh, okay. Tell me why I forgot that she was a, a spinster. spinster yeah. Okay. Okay. She's she's, spinster. she's, she's trying to be a matchmaker. Yeah. Cause remember okay. we had
1: that like three yes. minute conversation about Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. So next person was friend, uh, Francesca Sorvi. Sorvi. Yeah. Some uh, on September 5th in 1940, Francesca was under the impression that Leonarda had set up a teaching job abroad. And Leonarda tol- told uh, Fran- Francesca to write to her family and friends to tell them that she was going abroad to teach. And that's what Francesca did. And then she was... Then Leonarda gave her some drugged wine... Uh, then killed her with an axe, baked her into tea cakes, and Leonardo stole her money, which was 3,000 lire, which is definitely, like, it's not that much money, but it's still, like, she stole her yeah.
0: money. That's, oh my goodness, what's with all the tea cakes? Come on, just go to Winco or something, please. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> I'm never gonna look at tea cakes the same.
1: I don't even think I've ever eaten a tea cake, don't really know what they are. They're a cake. So, then we have our... L- final sacrifice Virginia Cacciopo. she was a widow and a former soprano ooh who sang at the very famous La Scala it was just like an opera house that like old timey Italian opera singers sang at in musician, I ought to go to an opera house. That sounds I know fun. that would be cool. Like the closest thing I've gone to an opera house is well, I mean, I've been. I think technically it's called an opera house. Like I mean, I've seen like shows in San Francisco, and I think they have like one of them's like at like an opera house. Yeah, but the closest thing I to an opera I've seen is Phantom of the Opera, uh. which is amazing. So <laughs> there's some opera in that. Um. Anyways, so she. Yeah, so the famous La Scala. And Leonardo convinced Virginia that she had found work for her um, as a secretary for a mysterious impresario in Florence, which sounds cool.
0: Yeah, it does. I'd be like,
1: okay, sounds cool. Sure. Um, Why not? So this is like, so on September 30th in 1940, uh, Virginia was... Killed the same way that everyone else was killed. Oh, she killed Panax. And this time, this is where it was a little different. Um, Her body was melted into soap.
0: Ugh.
1: And there's another official statement. You gotta love those official statements. So, ugh. so this is, this is Leonardo's, Leonardo's statement. She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. The woman was
0: really sweet. Oh my goodness, could you imagine getting, like your neighbor gives you some soap, and you're like, oh, that's so nice, and you wash yourself with people soap? That's disgusting. Ew.
1: That makes me think of the the episode of Criminal Minds, where the guy, the murderer is, like, the guy murdering people. He, like, helped work the search party, or whatever. Oh, yeah, and then he's, like, um, he, like, put her into the chili. Yeah. And the priest is talking to him, interviewing him, and he's like, she's inside all of you. And the priest goes, like,
0: fight him because he realizes that the girl's in the chili and it was disgusting. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, I don't remember her name, but he's like saying how God is in all of us and so is... Like uh, Christy or something. Yeah, whatever her name is. I... I was, like, I remember watching the episode being, like... Because <gasps> they set up the whole episode super creepy. Like, yeah. it's scary. Every uh, time we have chili, uh, my sister will reference that. And she'll say that as dinner. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: And this, like... This gives me, like... um. So, I've never seen uh, Sweeney Todd. But I'm pretty sure people get baked into pies in that. Ew. So, it gives me that kind of vibe. And... I feel like there are, like, some pe- some killers who have said, like, oh, I made this person into, like, hot dogs and fed them to people. and
0: That's so weird. I'm that. like,
1: uh I never want to eat meat ever again or get soap from people. This is nasty. No, thank you. This is why you have to prepare
0: your own food. Yeah. <laughs> you make your own soap.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so, uh... So she got, um, from Virginia, she got about 50,000, uh, lire and assorted jewels and some public bonds. So she got more from Virginia, but, um, come to find out she, uh, Leonardo sold all the victim's clothing and their shoes. So like she didn't have any of that stuff. She sold it all and got money from all, all, all of their clothes and shoes. Wow. Um, so, um, Albertina Fonti, she was Virginia's, uh, sister-in-law. And she, like, had witnessed, um, her sister, like, her sister-in-law, Virginia, going into Leonardo's house. Oh, uh, we
0: have a witness! We have a
1: witness! And she was also really suspicious of her, like, sister-in-law, like, going missing. And so she immediately told authorities the Reggio Emilia police who then began investigating um, and so they were accusing Leonardo and she was like no I didn't do anything I don't know why you guys think was me I'm just a lady who makes some good tea cakes and some bomb soap and I'm nice and I give it out to people I have not done anything to anyone and so then there's Giuseppe who like I don't know why he's home. Maybe, like, he hasn't officially joined the military yet. I have no idea. But they're like, oh, well, if it's not you, then it's Giuseppe, your son that you love so much that you committed all these murders for. Um, and they're like, hey, we're going to arrest him because he's the only, like, if it's not you, it's got to be him. So they're going to, they started to,
0: like, put the pressure on Giuseppe.
1: And then Leonardo's like, oh, wait, 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 wait a second. It was me. I did everything.
0: Oh, it is her favorite song. She wasn't going to let him run. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's like, no, no, it was me. So the trial only lasted a few days. Um, she totally confessed. There's another quote by her. I'm going. I think it's a quote by her. Um. Okay, so. It's like, I think it's like a trial quote, and then it's her actual quote. So it says, At her trial in Reggio Emilia last week, poetess Leonarda gripped the witness stand rail with oddly delicate hands and calmly set the prosecutor right on certain details. Her deep-set dark eyes gleamed with a wild inner pride, as she concluded, I gave the copper ladle which I used to skim the fat off the kettles to my country, which was so badly in need of metal during the last days of war. So she, um, hold on. I don't think I read that quote before I took my notes, but basically she confessed all the murders and then she's like, guess what? I even gave the ladle that I used to like skim the fat off these ladies as I melted them to for metal for the war. So I can't be that bad, guys. Like, I gave my medal to
0: them. He's like, she's like, where's the murder weapon, huh? Yeah. Where's it's the- melted down now for you people. Yeah, for huh? you, for, for our country,
1: guys. Anyways, so she was guilty and found and sentenced to 33 years. So that's where the 30 and the 3 come into place. I don't know how, how accurate the, oh, you're going to be in... Fortune tellers are always right, come on. I know, true, true, true. <laughs> um, so then on October 15th in 1970, Leonardo died of a cerebral apox epoxy apoxly hemorrhage. It's like a hemorrhage. Oh, she died of cerebral epoxy, which is a hemorrhage. Um, and she was 79 years old. And then some of her things were donated to the Criminology Museum in Rome. So, like, if you go to the Criminology Museum in Rome, you get, you can see her giant pot that she melted these ladies in and her axes. Ew! Which is uh, nasty, but also, like, super fascinating. But that's disgusting.
0: And uh, she died in 1970? That's yeah. That's, like, I, I feel like I'm, like, thinking of this and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is, like, old and olden times. No, well, I mean, I mean... I was definitely before I was born, but, like, <laughs> she just died in 1970. That's not as long ago as I I think know, it is. that's
1: crazy. Yeah, and that is Leonardo, uh, how do I say your last name again? I gotta, Chanchuli, the soap maker of Correggio. Don't forget the tea cakes. Yeah, don't forget the tea cakes, which is disgusting and disturbing. Yeah, don't trust the people
0: giving you... Yeah, don't take things from strangers. No. Take nothing from strangers. Or even maybe people that you like. Yes. Yeah. Make everything yourself. Don't go to Bath and Body Works. Don't trust the people who are superstitious. <laughs> it's true.
1: Don't let your mom curse your marriage. Yeah, no. Don't put don't put any any anything behind that curse, because then you know that curse is gonna come true.
0: <laughs> but yeah. That was, the How was that, Lauren? It was really good. Thank you. I have never heard of this before, and it was really interesting. I mean, I had never heard
1: of it either. Uh, I just found her on a list, and I was like, what? Why is her name the soap maker?
0: And then I looked it up, and I was like, okay. I was thinking she would just be, like, a nice old lady that, like, made soaps, but then she also was, like, a murderer or something. Yeah, but not, like, making people into soaps. Yeah, no, that didn't really cross my mind.
1: Thank you so much for listening and supporting our podcast, Follow us on Instagram at Crimes Through the Times.
0: And look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts.
1: Here's a sneak peek of next week's episode.
0: You're like... You cheat on me? I'm about to, about to go to jail. Ruin your life! i ruin it! Co- the show Cops happened to be filming with this, like, police department what? that week. Yeah, so they got everything.